Hello, I'm Nina and in today's episode of comments I will be discussing FGM, female genital mutilation. I'd like to talk about uh, female genital mutilation. The In Britain the NHS has uh, recently announced they will be opening up uh, um, female genital mutilation support clinics uh, throughout the country to assist in providing medical help to deal with the psychological and obviously mental um, consequences of uh, the victims of uh, FGM as, as it's abbreviated. However, what springs to mind is, although we have these uh, clinics um, being set up to deal with these horrific crimes on young females, young, young children. Um, Apparently most of the victims um, are actually taken abroad uh, during school holidays. The summer holidays um, are particularly popular periods where the children will be taken to a country where her genitals will be mutilated in the name of a tradition or cultural tradition um, where the practice is uh, still commonplace. Now, the clinics, they've apparently been, um, will offer education and uh, support to communities and I Assumedly, this will be in specific uh, cities um, targeting particular um, ethnicities where this female genital mutilation is uh, prevalent uh, and culturally still acceptable. There has been a lot of publicity around um, female genital mutilation However, I don't feel there is enough um, education and information provided for parents of young children. It really needs to be better enforced um, that for female genitalia removal for non-medical purposes without the consent of an individual young child is absolutely really horrifically barbaric um, regardless of whether or not it's still commonplace acceptable um, practice culturally in uh, certain uh, areas um, globally however if you're a resident you know a UK in the UK the practice has been a criminal offense uh, well for over 30 years uh, since 1985, um, we had the prohibition of Female Circumcision Act. Um, however, that was updated recently to the Female Genital Mutilation Act, you know, back in 2003. Obviously, this um, has been a re- legal requirement that healthcare professionals and teachers report cases to the police but it's very difficult to identify specifically the victims. Um, It is luckily um, uh, more 
less prevalent than it used to be. However, there has only been, I believe, since since the enactment um, of this legislation, there has uh, only been one conviction recently of a mother of a girl who was three years old becoming the first person to actually be convicted and found guilty of uh, uh, female genital mutilation in the UK. Now again it's these are all fairly taboo subjects um, which need to be really openly discussed in certain communities um, to really combat the um, the reasons why this is conducted um, often they this particular young lady who's originally from Uganda maintained uh, and the father was Ghanaian um, of the young girl and apparently it's uh, regarding um, witchcraft and ensuring that uh, there was no malevolence in them actually um, carrying out this particular onus um, uh, horrendous uh, mutilation uh, female genital mutilation on the young child um, disregarding their reasons for conducting it uh, what springs to mind is how certain communities still need to be re-educated it there hasn't been enough public inf it's like public information services or any kind of um, government information needs to be not just legislated but it needs to be imparted uh, into the communities you know specifically where this uh, heinous crime is being committed perhaps through um, really through ignorance not understanding that this is actually illegal within the UK to conduct this or it could be just through cultural um, reasons um, again because it is something that has been acceptable for hundreds of years within certain communities um, and the practice is still continued and adhered to. It is something that uh, the government really needs to campaign. There are organisations such as the Dahlia Project, other charities, Daughters of Eve, the Five Foundation, who are breaking down the barriers and taboo regarding discussing this really difficult subject um, and I can appreciate because it is because of the nature of the topic it can be something that people may feel that they are unable to discuss in the open. The clinics will predominantly be working also in conjunction with providing medical assistance but they will be also devising education and prevention programs um, 
in communities where it has been identified there is the greatest need in certain cities throughout the UK, from London, obviously, in certain boroughs, Birmingham, Bristol, Leeds, uh, again, they're large cities in the, in the UK with where this, um, it's been identified that this particular awful practice is still highly prevalent in the communities. There is no firm solution for ending FGM other than to deter um, potential culprits, parents from, or relatives from, and medical workers from performing it. Although it has probably deterred, an act, and the conviction of this lady has probably deterred the um, any medical practitioners of carrying it out in this particular country, children are still being taken abroad overseas um, f for the practice to be carried out. So again, it's not as much about educating the parents as it is as, as well um, to provide information within schools to children to advise them that this is unacceptable and you should say no. And if you know that it may be happening to your siblings or anyone else that you know, then you should report it and, you know, provide guidance as to how to contact the necessary um, people, whether it's to talk to a teacher or whether it's to talk to um, the NSS, uh, NSPCC call the Childline Helpline. Because young children need to also be made aware that they do not need to be victims of this heinous crime and that it isn't acceptable at all. It is something that, um, especially, it's, as, as, it's um, absolutely astounding that the legislation has been in place for so many years, but to date, uh, as I recall, there's only been one firm conviction. And that is really telling because it means that it's, I've, it's, the practice is really not exposed as much as it should be. And it's difficult to collate evidence to prosecute especially if it's undertaken overseas however if there is an accusation of FGM being carried out then it should be thoroughly investigated and more importantly in the UK we need to break the cycle of violence against women and children and girls in given a voice um, a lot of FGM survivors are speaking out and becoming um, more vocal and speaking about the subject in the media. However, there's not enough being done within the actual communities themselves to challenge fathers and husbands to change their attitudes as well as the mothers, because usually it will be one or both parents who will 
actually enforce and perpetrate this particular practice. Um, as I said, it's done usually with their consent. And of course, no one community can actually claim to have the moral high ground. Um, just because it's common practice in certain countries does not mean that it is acceptable within the UK. And that is something that can only be um, challenged through a programme intensifying the education programme and changing attitudes of young British girls born to mothers um, within the UK and deterring families from taking them overseas uh, to conduct uh, this practice. Hopefully people are awareness is growing. Um, it was a subject that perhaps 10 years ago, even five years ago, wasn't so much in the public domain. Um, it wasn't something that was um, ordinarily people would be aware of. However, there is a zero tolerance now to FGM and especially in the UK the NHS medical workers doctors teachers are also far more um, aware of uh, of the practice and to detect the victims uh, who may have been subjected to this but again the momentum needs to continue to as you know we strive to end it once and for all especially within um, other communities overseas as well as the communities resident within the UK I guess thank you for tuning into today's episode you can subscribe to the comments podcast via iTunes Spotify and other major providers